reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. Dial 1 for movie stars, dial 2 for streaming stars, dial 3 for TV stars, dial 4 for music stars or press 0 to speak with the star of the show herself, Anita. Hi, I'm Mitch. And I'm Mark. And we're from Location, Location, Location on Channel 10. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entertainment Hotline. I am your host, Anita, Head of Entertainment at Media Week and Chatter. Mitch and Mark have appeared on the block not once, but twice, with their second appearance earning them bragging rights as the winners in 2021, plus walking away with a cool $744,444.44. Now, the fabulous grandfathers are starting a new reality TV venture for Channel 10's new season of Location, Location, Location Australia. I chatted to them about their new series, why their new role showcases diversity on television, and just how much input they have in the show. Location, Location, Location premieres on June 30 at 7.30 on Channel 10. Here's Mitch and Mark. Those painting, those drawings behind you are stunning. You know the story of those? What? That's Tell me. from a magazine we found in Paris um, in an old bookstore. So it's 1947, you know, a- annual. So they're all, it's amazing, they're all adverts. They're just adverts. Are you serious? They're gorgeous. Yes. And the, and the coloured ones from the same magazine, you probably can't see. But I can't see, yeah. And though, yeah, amazing. They are so divine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And we just uh, got frames from Ikea, so we're cheap. It's Yeah, but how good? Oh, here he is. No, we were just admiring your drawings. These, the prints from that prints. fashion thing. They look yeah. like drawings from here. Oh, yum. Got Wait. some snack Love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I was upstairs um, getting lunch. Really I funny. love how you guys have to call each other. Like, how big is your house that you have to call each other and you can't just yell? Too big. But it, it sounds it sound, levels. sounds good on paper. <laughs> you don't want to have a too much of a look around. That's what we do. No, it's um, it's, uh, overlooking the ocean. We've been seeing whales jumping at some amazing. You're in the eastern suburbs, right? No, um, Newport Beach. Oh, you're in Newport. Oh, for so some reason got, I thought you were in um, Sydney East. Maybe you used to be. We used to be. Yeah. God, is that weird that I know that? I know. That's your stalker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to live in a beautiful house, three-storey house in, in Newport Beach. Until well, you have to clean it. Until you have to clean it. I mean, I don't even clean here, which is terrible. I, I just want to let you know, I don't know if you recognise me, maybe not. The The reason I'm asking is we met at Tina Turner. I was, you look familiar and I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, so where, where, yes. where did we meet? At the after we party? Were at the after party, we were on the balcony. No, oh, yes. I was in the gold strapless dress. So funny. I literally said to you guys, I'm like, oh, I hope I get to interview you guys soon. And then literally Heidi emailed me and she's like, oh, do you want to interview Mitch and Mark? And I was like. Um, we, we, we hung out together in the back corner. We did. Yes. That's that cool. Yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that a great event? Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun. And then, oh, my gosh, then she died like two days later. I know. But that young woman who played Tina, how amazing. She was, she was out of control amazing. 
She was amazing. So incredible. I, I went up to meet her with a girl by the name of Sabrina. Do, do you know Sabrina? She goes all the. Maybe, she, maybe if I saw her, maybe yeah. She looks like a she looks like a Barbie doll. Um, she's very, <laughs> she's beautiful. Um, but her and I thought, oh, let's go and say hello to this star of the show. And when I said, oh, hi, I just wanted to say hi, and we thought you're amazing, she screamed and said, <laughs> oh, my God, oh, my God, Mitch from Mitch and Mark. I thought, uh. You just bought the house down. You something, people were standing. Something's wrong with this picture. Calm down. You're, <laughs> like, you're so lovely. We're nothing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I actually love that. That's a great story. I think that's something that's really interesting that you say that because I think a lot of people, particularly in Australia, like you don't realise that reality TV essentially, which is where you guys started, obviously, mm. you are the celebrities of this country. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? I think I'm higher. Oh. <laughs> It's un- yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah, 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 clearly, yeah. It is so weird. You know, it is really weird. Going back years ago, we were walking because we lived in we lived around Potts Point Way for twenty years. Yeah, Kings um, Cross. We couldn't say the block couldn't say the boys from the cross. It wasn't quite. As good. <laughs> That's when they said the eastern suburbs. That's where I got that from. Yeah, yeah. But, but we're walking through the cross one time, and this we'd done some uh, we'd done a TV show called Aussie Property Flippers. Right, like yes. 2016. No, no, one no one saw it. But this this couple stopped us and we're all excited and wanted to get a photo. But but just before us, they passed. Was so they stopped us and I thought we dropped a bag or something. Yeah. Oh, have we dropped? <laughs> but yeah. well, who's the actor? Um, David Wenham. David Wenham. Stop it. David Wenham was just ahead of us and he lived next door to us down the hill. And they said, oh, my God, you know, wow. And I said, Seriously, you just passed David Wenham. <laughs> like, get it together. He's stopping a pair of old gay boys in the in the cross. I'm obsessed with that. That's so fun. David Wenham is a legend. Actually, my first job when I was 18 years old, I knew I'd made it when I was 18 years old because I used to be a reception for Dendi. You know the Dendi? But yeah, it, was, Dendi. it was for Becker Entertainment, so it was Dendi Film, Dendi Cinema. Anyway, my name was on the RSVP and so was my um, email and David Wenham left a voicemail to say, a voicemail to say, um, this is a message for Anita. Um, I would love to attend whatever premiere it was. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and now, like, this is my life. Like, this, it's just yeah. the weirdest thing. But that's my David and Wenham story. Isn't it's it just, so cool, though? He, I love that he did that. That's the manners and that's, you know. I know he picked up the on. phone and called. It was just the strangest yeah. thing. But also that wouldn't happen now. Now it's like click a box and there you yeah, go. True. Yeah. True. Anyway. <laughs> I could just sit and chat to you guys for ages. Anyway, okay, location, location, location. I just want to add in like two more locations. Just yes. Location, location, yeah. location, location, location. Yeah. What an incredible opportunity for you both. I mean, this is so um, great to have you back on the screen, firstly. Well, it's for us it's such it was such a shock to get a call up to to suggest that they'd like to talk to us about it. Mm. Um, and then they, they did ask us to put together a um, uh, produce uh, do a little or, audition. Or do audition, and we thought about doing a proper audition, but we ended up just doing a really dodgy one with an iPhone because it would be like, really? oh, well, they don't. We're just a, we're just a rounding number. They're just going to put us in, so let's not spend money on this. Let's just do an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. But we were kind of like, oh, we feel so flattered that you've asked us, but you know. And I said, when us, when really <laughs> when Margie Bashfield, the executive producer, contacted me. 
Um, she said, oh, yeah, I, I saw your audition and I'd love to talk to you guys. And I said, did you actually watch the tape? <laughs> She's, and she said, yeah, it was really bad. Um, but but I but I, I I think we should talk. I thought, oh okay, well, wow, that's not that's nice. <laughs> and here we are. And never did we expect, like right down to when when they actually did contact us and said we would love you to host it. We were like, what? Seriously? Yeah. We just didn't just didn't expect. It. And because it's an amazing franchise, it's an amazing program that is known around the world, and we get a chance to reboot it in Australia. It's mm-hmm. like. How lucky are we? Yeah. Amazing. So lucky. I'm trying to think who else they would have had. Like if you guys had to send in an audition, like was funny, it when they, audition? When they when they contacted us, um, we I started suggesting other people. They did say to us, didn't they? Because they said, Oh, you know, because it's a two part, you know, there's like Phil and Kirsty, which is great, and it's the banter between them. So there was a thought, I think, originally they said, Oh, maybe would you guys be all right if we had you two and somebody else? I said, well, yeah, of course, you know, not a problem at all. But then they, and we'd suggested some people that we thought would be fantastic, you know. Yes. Anyway, here we are. (laughs) You're like, here's so-and-so. They'd be amazing. Like, talk yourself out of a job. Yeah. Honestly, that is so funny. But then luckily they decided on you because it feels like this was the opportunity for you. It's meant to be for you. But, like, I guess you were on the block, which catapulted you to a high level of fame, which we've already spoken about, which you you both don't have any clue about, like that people are just so enamoured with you. But then going to host a show, what's it like being on the other foot, like being the Scotty Cam or being the Shelley Craft, I guess? Which one's Scotty and which one's Shelley? That's oh, my God, I'm not saying. <laughs> I, want to, I want to be Shelley. Um, you can be Shelley, Mitch. Okay. Um, you know, it's, uh, well, that, was a, that was a quick learning curve because we had to be continually reminded that we're not trying to catch you out. We, 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 want, we, we want you to be your best. Yeah. And we're not going to catch you in a bad, we're mm. not trying to catch you in a bad moment or saying something silly. Which I suppose from reality, coming from reality TV, reality TV is all about catching the moment mm. where someone does something great or does something crazy or, or, or wrong. And this is about, it's about just creating, the show's about joy, which is, yeah. mm. which is such, which is such a, it's a turnaround because the, the doing show, any reality show, they want drama. And and this show, um, particularly with the bits we've seen, it, it's it's very much about feel good. We like to think it's lifestyle, and it lifestyle. is the real journey. But and, and it, it is, is the real journey. And it is reality. People. It's reality. But I guess for us was when we're on the block. A lot of the time you have on the camera when you're not building and working. And a lot of people are surprised when we say it is 150 percent real. Like everything. That's the thing. Amazing thing I will say about. The block and the production, you know, it's it's a mega production. It's amazing. The crew's incredible, and the people are really working. That you're there to tell your story in front of the camera. Where now, what we're doing are we meeting people, you know, everyday Aussie people, families, couples who are looking to buy a home in a challenging market, 
And our job is to learn more about their story. It's not about us. <laughs> not about us telling. Which was a struggle, which is a struggle for me. <laughs> I was going to ask, but not yeah. in a cheeky way. But it, it, that must have been a struggle because, you know, most people's thing, and I do it all the time, is that the most thing is to tell your story. So to then get a story from somebody else, I mean, how did that go? It's, uh, I, think, I hope it went well. <laughs> well, it's funny. Sometimes when I would, in the, in the, first, in the first few um, filming days, I, I had a lot of information about people and I, and I would, <laughs> Be, and I would be telling them about them and because I'd, I'd research them as much as I possibly could and I'd look over at the producer and mid-film me and say, oh, you <laughs> want me to have them tell me? Oh. Not me tell them this. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. I think part <sighs> of our job in this, because we have been on the other side of this sort of thing in a different way, is to help people feel relaxed and yeah. help them feel that, we're here to do a job for you and it is tv and we're creating tv and we want to show your story and tell your story because your story will relate to other people watching and a few people i spoke to yeah a few people that i worked with um we were talking we were doing negotiations or we were talking to them about you know what they liked about a property or, or what they need to change in in the reality of the property market and a couple of them were like, oh, did I say that right? And I said, whatever you said is right because other people will learn from you. They they know what you're going through. They've been there and you will help them understand that process. You will help them learn. So I think our job has been to make them feel happy and welcome, feel relaxed. And from the and from the first meeting with the, couple, the couple or the single, within the first meeting, We've been lucky enough to develop a rapport really early up where we stop being Mitch and Mark from the block and we become we become the person who knows more about the more about what they need than they do. Oh, so so we get to help them from the get-go. But we actually have I haven't had I, I'm sure that you're the same. I haven't had one one couple family single whatever that I haven't developed a bond with from the first from the first meeting. And I feel yeah. we've developed bonds with them all, that we become part of a team. And and throughout the show we're we're very much a team working together yeah. and and developing honesty. And sometimes they'll start they'll go into a house and tell us all the things that they think they should be telling us about the house. Um we'll sort of flip around and look at them and say, Great. Yeah. But now, what do you really what think? do you really think? Because <laughs> that's 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 BS. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think you'll see in the show, like there's there's tears, there's happiness, but we are so invested with them that when you get when you see them finally get a home, you know, to have the privilege, absolutely to have the privilege to be on the phone negotiating, and you get the call from the agent, and the deal is done, and to be able to put their phone down and look at your couple or your single and go, you have a home. Like I get goosebumpy now because my my, my chin starts screaming. Oh, yeah. stop it! Do. Get it together, Nancy. So you get, <laughs> but you get so invested. And one of the most beautiful moments I remember, and I don't even know that this this wasn't filmed because it was a it wasn't about the filming. Is walking away from a couple was in Queensland, and they had just 
got the home that they wanted. And um, I remember we did all the stuff we needed to for the show to tell the story and we walked away and I looked back and it was like somebody had created the perfect scene. The sun was setting over the water. They were just standing with each other, with a glass of champagne, and just and they were just hugging each other. And I said to the producer, well, no, back, and I said, <laughs> no, it is. I looked and I said, oh, my God, that is just beautiful. And they, it was just the most perfect moment. And, and I, yeah, you do get. I, and I think through our experience of, of being in the market for, for many years now and doing a lot of properties, we know that we, we, we're – we understand fully the benefit of getting into the market. Um, so we we are not trying to sell people properties because we're not the we're not benefiting we're not benefiting by 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 them buying. The benefit for us is that we see they're on the way, and whether it's whether it's the home that's going to be their forever home, or whether we've helped them understand they can't afford that home that they need to take a step so they they have to look at a 10-year project rather than a 20-year project um i suppose for us the big reward is they're in mm-hmm. they're, they're now part of they're, they're now part they're now part of this team of people that that will benefit next time the property market goes up as it continually mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. um they won't be they won't be trying to save money in line with the upswing of property because I don't think any of us, or sorry, most of us haven't got the capacity to earn enough to to save with the rate that property has gone mm. up each decade. Um, so it's it's it's, just, it's so nice to see people get a house. Oh my God, it's it's amazing. And, so and, amazing. And to the stage where we haven't, when people have not got a property on the show, Mark and I have, have, have we, we now keep in touch with every couple. Still a lot of people bought. Yeah, we post, can't post. tell you details, but we you will see a lot of people. Buy but we keep in touch. Mm-hmm. With, we keep in touch with them and, and check in, and we'll go. We'll check out properties for them. We'll go to auctions with them, because we 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 do get invested with each couple and want to make sure that they, whether it's on the show or whether it's beyond the show, we want to make sure they complete yeah. their journey and get in. Yeah, uh, because it's very easy for them to miss out while we're filming and then think, oh well, let's just go back to wherever. So no. we try to keep to keep with them and encourage them to keep going. And and I had a couple on the weekend that that were, were I worked with six weeks ago, and I went to an auction with them on Saturday, and they're they're in, which is such a relief. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is such a gorgeous story, yeah. guys. There's lots of there's lots of people you'll see diversity all over the place. You'll see I had a couple that we were showing a property to in the inner. West of Sydney, with busy traffic, which most people would go, I don't want to be on this road. And I was waiting for them to go, I don't the road. And they just walked up, ignored the road and went, Oh, yeah, I don't mind this apartment. So they had that, you know, these things where you go, Oh, really? You don't mind this. And they're like, This is what lifestyle is. This is the lifestyle. We understand that. So you'll see that kind of stuff. You'll we, see we, singles. We, we need to quickly this. slot into, um, into exactly what they want. Yeah. And, mm. We have a lot of research on the couples on, on why they haven't bought and what they're looking for. Um, but when we get to know them, we, and when we show them the first property, often the first property will impact what we show them after the first property. We might have, we might have shortlisted down from, we might have looked at it, we might have desktop researched 60 properties and then we've shortlisted down to 20 that we think will fit into the information they've provided. But then out of that, we might say, you know what? That first property's told us so much. 
we've got to ditch that whole 20 and we've got to look at that other 10 that, mm. we, that we put to the side because the other 10 might be more suited yeah. to them. It's an amazingly dynamic show because, as Mitch said, we literally have had times where I've gone from a first property that my couple has looked at, something has come on the market overnight that fits into their brief and we've gone to have a look at that because the open inspection was within 20 minutes. So I've gone with the crew to look at that property to see whether or not we want to show it to the couple before we go to the second property. We've had off-market overnight. Something is, we've done research and this is, couple wants to sell, it's off-market, whatever, and we walk in the next day with a couple saying no one else has seen this property. So it's very dynamic. The passion that you both have is quite extraordinary and what you're presenting is quite extraordinary because in my experience of working in this industry and also knowing my auntie who was on Better Homes and Gardens, when she did Better Homes and Gardens um, back in the day, I went and did work experience with her and she literally just picked up a lamp and placed it for the cameras. The difference that I'm hearing between that and what you guys do is that you actually do the legwork. Mm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and that is really surprising to me because I—that's not what I expected, and I love that. It's we we very connected and committed, and and in any show like this, we have an amazing support team. Obviously, yeah, obviously, but you know, we walk through the properties. We walk ourselves. We have a look and go. What would we do here? Where do we think this fits in? Um, And then with a couple or a single, whoever, you know, we will also give them some input and ideas on the property. And they may not always, you understand on TV, not everything that's filmed can make it onto the screen. But, um, but we'll like, definitely, with our couples, talk through design options. And, 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 options. and it's quite common that, that a common thing that we're finding is that people want open plan living, they want a, a work from home space, they want a certain number of bedrooms, but then if they if area is the most important thing to them, we've got to find a place that may not be open plan living mm-hmm. and they might have to go from three, four bedrooms to three, but then we'll, we'll look at houses that we think, hang on a second, this house here is not open plan, but actually you could knock this wall out. So this might be the only way they can get into the area they want by altering the home that we're showing mm-hmm. them. So, mm-hmm. so we'll look for things that are out, they're outside their wish list that could have the potential to become their wish list. Yeah. So it's just really about if you're buying a property, go in with an open mind, really, because you what you may be prepared to change your mind. Well, it's I think yes. I, I mean, in essence, to me, it's what is it you want? Where are you in your property journey? Because some people will need a home that suits a young family or a couple mm-hmm. or a teenage kids. Be prepared to be flexible, and often we talk about. What are the compromises that you need to make? But we also talk about what's the reality of mm. the property market. And in that process, for both of Mitch and I, in, in our different ways, there is a reason that the people we're working with haven't found a property yet. Some of that is related to the market. Some of it is about their expectations and some of it is, is about how they're feeling. So you'll also see in the journey, there's a point generally in our journey with couples where there'll be some little aha moment where you go, oh, you're afraid of committing because something better might come along or you're so disappointed and frustrated with the real estate game that you're just angry at real estate people so you don't 
you're not engaging in the ghost. You know, there's a point I had a young woman, we were walking up to a home and we talked. I can't remember what it was, what it came out of the blue. And I said something about, you know, let's have a look at this. And she just burst into tears. And I said, are you all right? What's the matter? And she said, I just have been through this so many times and I'm so scared that I'm not going to find anything. Now, that's amazing because so many people watching probably have had an experience like that themselves. They're frustrated with the whole process. What we were able to do is they bought a property. Yeah, and, and, and but it's also and we about, got through the process. Mm. But it's also people. I think people are scared about what they. Yeah, you know, they're scared about what they don't know. And I think there's a lot of, um, particularly for young people, they're told that the market is so tough, um, you'll never be able to afford to buy in Sydney or Melbourne, wherever the major city you're living in is. Um, but I think everyone should do the research. Like we've got a we, our youngest son. We've sort of said you need to find out exactly what what amount of money you need to have to scrape into the market you, rather than just being told you don't have enough um or you've got nothing but if you know that you if you know that i can enter the market if i can get 50 grand together whatever the, mm. the amount of money is if you know what the parameters are uh just getting in but it's also the people showing it's also us tapping into them and finding out where will they compromise? They, what they want, what they want in the area they want is one point two million dollars, for example. But they've only got a million, so we have to work out what's the most. We have to assess by what we show them: is it to be in the centre of your desired location, or is it that you have to have the house? Mm. And and oh. people need to work out whether they whether you have to have a two bedroom apartment in um more clues or or whether or whether it could be okay to be at north bondi in a two-bedroom apartment because in Vaucluse you might have to go one bedroom so it's a case of working out mm. what 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 truly is the most important and often when we're showing people that doesn't come out until um they go with us um sitting on their shoulder Mm. Look at overseeing, overseeing what they're doing, and then we so well. You got all prickly when you got to the area outside where you mm. want to be. So, how important is to there? I've got an, I've got a couple that 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 took a long time to buy, but they ended up going from four bedrooms down to two bedrooms because it was when it all boiled down, they wanted to be by the beach, mm. and when we were showing them things with a fifteen minute drive to the beach. It was never going to work, but they had this vision. And I suppose people around them mm. saying, you need to buy a family home, mm. a family home that you can raise your kids in. Yeah. But but it's it's all baby steps. I, I think that we need to um we need to work out wherever we can get in, just get in. And Mitch, you said that they had voices. Sometimes we're working with people and it's almost like you can hear all these voices. So I'm I'm working with a couple and they're talking to me. I'm thinking, you're not just talking to me. Your parents are talking to me. Oh, yeah. All in this one thing are all these people telling you all these things. You should have this and you should have that and you need this return. You need – so let's just quieten all that down and let's talk about what is it that you need as opposed to what is it you want mm-hmm. and where's your budget and – what are the realities of that? So sometimes the part of the journey is kind of 
quieting the quieting down the crowd behind them. I think that's great. And that sounds like planning a wedding actually. So that's exactly <laughs> that's truly what it is. It's the exact same thing. I don't I just thought I'd throw that in there. It sounds exactly the same. Maybe all the big decisions, it's like everyone, there's so many people putting their heads in and well, you know and, and like yeah, planning a wedding, everyone's so not everyone. A lot of people have had a wedding and they all know the best way to go about it. having a baby. Having a baby. Oh, having a baby, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Every, every, everyone has the right advice on how to raise children, um, or, or how to how to how to make a baby sleep or whatever. Yeah. You just gotta find out. You just gotta do it for yourself, right? Yeah. Yes. And just get in the market. Mm. And it and it's so fantastic. We have some funny episodes with a couple of properties where Yes, yeah, so I've shown somebody property, and Mitch, well, you've seen in the promo the one with the the ignore the road. <laughs> we were standing out in the front of that. Remember, it was a busy road, but right at that moment, this truck comes tearing along. Yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, just ignore that. <laughs> ignore the massive truck that's going to come and destroy your house in two point five yeah. seconds. That is that so much fun. In their <laughs> and, but they're in the market. This is when every time you say get in the market, get in the market. I mean, I'm 37 and I'm not in the market and I have, I work in media, guys. <laughs> Do you think money is good in media and journalism? No. So it is, it's very, very scary to kind of think, gosh, I'm 37 and will this ever happen? And I don't, I can't just get into the market. <laughs> Can I put on that basis? How old do you think I was when I bought my first property? Oh, please tell me it's like around this age or older. 42. Yes. Okay. So that's not a reason not to get in, but it's also a reason to say <laughs> get don't in. Give up. Yeah. Don't give up. Well, no, but, no. but I, I, I met Mark and I, I'd done a, I'd been in property before, but I'd, I'd, I'd done a financial settlement and, and, in, and didn't allow much left for myself because I wanted my kids to be raised in the sort of home they've mm. been used to. Um, and I had, when I met Mark, I just bought a studio in Potts Point and I thought, oh my God, this is my life. A sad old man in a little tiny studio in, in King's Cross, let's be honest. Um, and I said to Mark, you earn good money, work out how quickly you can save enough to get a deposit and we will scrape into something and I'll borrow against mine to renovate it. And then we did that and we thought, oh, hang on a second, there's something in this. That's so we kept, we kept going. But for, for I've, we've got a son our younger son, not much, not much younger than you. And I've said to him, you know, you need to, for you, you need to find out how much money do I need to have to get my, to, to get in, to scrape into something. Um, and once you scrape into something, then when the next rise comes, you're part of it. Mm. And, 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 and that's, I think like riding all, a wave. Well, and we all have different yeah. levels of income, and, and no matter what your income is, if you can scrounge away a few dollars and and work towards getting enough to um a, a, to enough to scrape in, and also uh, for younger people getting in, there's all there's a whole lot of um uh, government incentives to to assist, and you research all those and find out okay, well, what are my options? What can I get? And I'll and I'll, I'll hook you up with a broker who can, yeah. can tell you what you need. Oh my God, I love one, you guys. <laughs> it is one of the things we learned through the process that we learned, but then when we're working with couples on the show is make sure you got everything lined up, a good broker, a good conveyance, and make sure all of those people are in place when you're looking for property because you have to also act quickly. Mm. Anita, we expect you to save some money 
Uh, before they do the next series, like that's yeah, you know, that's optimistic. So I can come on the next series. I would yes. love that. I love yes. this. I'm just going to call mum later and be like, mum, guess what? Mitch and Mark um, have just convinced me to buy a house. Uh- <laughs> Your mother will love us, right? Something that you guys touched on before your relationship. I just wanted to to before I like lose you because we've been chatting for so long. But I'm just your story of meeting is just so cool. And it started again in Potts Point or in King's Cross. In, in Oxford Street. In Oxford Street. <laughs> All good stories start there. Yes. And, but how long have you been together? What, 16 years? Uh, uh, 19, 19, 19 and a half years ago. Yeah. Nearly and, 20 years. Yes. I know. And Mitch says every morning he wakes up, he's so happy to see how happy he makes me. Stop it. Oh, stop it! That just made me, that was that made me a little emotional. That is gorgeous. <laughs> apparently, I'm, I'm apparently I'm very happy. <laughs> You're so, very happy all the time, so obviously. He's so, he's so lucky, isn't he? Isn't he so? Yes. Isn't Mark so lucky? That is such a cool thing, though, that to be together that long, and obviously now your life has changed so much being on TV. But yeah. how on earth do you make this partnership work? Give me some um, tips. Oh uh, well, it's compromise. Um, What's compromise mean? Uh, com- so it's, it is about compromise. So compromise is about when two people can't agree on a decision and they go with one person's decision <laughs> being mine. So compromise <laughs> is which one which ones. So basically Mark is the one who is totally compromising all the time. But, but we don't believe in we don't we we don't believe in saying terrible things to each other at all. Um, because to me, if you if you if you if you don't like each other, do, I'm I'm all for people not staying together. If it's if it's not working, um, and you're and you are compromising all the time because you are fighting or whatever, you don't have to stay together. And, and we know we don't have to stay together. We choose to stay together because we treat each other, we treat each other well, and we won't. And we're both individuals with different with with different opinions, but sometimes. We all just have to agree that we're not going to agree, and we have to allow. Uh, you don't have to try and convince people that you that they have to come onto your decision. Mm. Sometimes, if it's not if it's not a big deal, just agree that it's okay that we don't agree on this one. And sometimes, you know, the classic picky battles. I mean, Mitch and I, we don't we're not going to agree on everything, but you also make a decision about what's most important. And when we went on the block the first time, you know, you're under so much stress that our, well, I thought it was an agreement, but we knew that we're here to support each other. So when you're under stress, if you can't think of what to do, and on the block there are many times you go, I don't even, I can't even compute and process what I should be doing, that when your partner says, I need you to take the tiles from that side of the room to that side, rather than get all the front and saying, you can't tell me what to do, calm the F down and go, thank you, because I can't function. Yeah, And, and, and I, you're here, you know, it's like you have to, mm-hmm. and we had some people on that season say afterwards, oh, it's not a real relationship if you're not fighting with each other, by implication that somehow we weren't. It was like, well, we actually respect each other and we have never, like we've had disagreement, we have never sworn at each other, we have never called each other names, you know, you're a this and you're a that. Where we have heard people on that first season, we heard people, some of the things they called each other, if anyone said that to me, 
I will just go, I'm out of here. That's not who I want to be. I don't want to be that person. So we just choose not to. Look, to be honest, when somebody says that you're not fighting and it's because you're not a normal couple, you're not a normal couple if you're not fighting, that sounds Mm. like it's coming from a very, very, very traumatic background. Like I know that sounds really weird, but it's a trauma response because a lot of people who who are modelled with parents who are fighting all the time, that's what you think is normal. You're like, this is the most normal thing in the world. So if I'm in a normal, healthy relationship where there's no fighting, you're like... Yeah, oh, and, it's, and, and it's a choice. For both yeah. of us, we always go, it's a choice. You That's have a so choice interesting. about what you say, how you say it, when you say it. I love, I read an interview um, doing my research on you guys and you had said the exact same thing and this was about four or five years ago. So the fact that this is still stands true is hmm. divine. Yeah, the fact that it was four or five years ago, it's like that, that gets depressing because we hear about things that we said 20 years ago now. It's like, Christ, we're so old. How did it happen? How did it happen? Which is what? I didn't see it coming. Like when they say happy 60th last year to me, it's like, how dare you? How yeah, but dare look you, at you. How dare you? But you how look you. so good. What is amazing for us and this opportunity with the location, location, location is we're in our 60s. I know. And when you look at Australian TV, and we're very proud, I think, of that we are about to host a primetime show with Channel 10 as a same-sex couple. I, I don't think there's been any other same-sex couple hosting a show on Australian TV or around the world. Like, there are gay people on TV, but not a couple. And we're 60. Ugh. I'm a bit more Because if you wind it's the, But if you wind the clock back, people got to a certain age, and, and years ago it used to be 40. And it, was, it probably happened to women more so than men. But at a certain age, you were like put aside for someone younger and prettier, and uh, which was supposed to be more interesting. And now, when you look at the fact that we're starting mm. to host a show at this age, it, it shows us as a society we've come a long way in recognizing that people have value, regardless of their uh, of their age or their uh, their sexual mm. orientation, whatever. That that we can look for people that will be right for something um, based on their personality yeah. as opposed to based on how young they look or how or how mm-hmm. or, or whether they're into boys or girls or and I love that between. When you look at Tannen's programming, diversity, you see you see diversity there. You see different racial backgrounds, different um, religious backgrounds, gender, age. Like, I love that. You need to see on our screens our society represented. Well, but 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 also if I, if you look at um if you look at long standing shows like The Block, that started with a younger crew. Mm. Now you've got um Scotty Cam who's over sixty. He's who's the, he's the host. Is he? Scotty and I are the same age. God, he's no. been on television since I was or a is he baby. Younger? I'm older than Scotty Cam. <laughs> Um, but but Scotty hasn't been replaced with somebody younger. They've just kept going. Uh, I, I'm sure Shana Blaze is probably 60 yeah, and, and, Neil Whitt- and, Neil, and Neil Whitaker. Are like, they've both been there a long time, but they haven't been replaced. So we've grown up as a society. It's, it's fantastic to see that it's young or old or whatever you are, if you're the right fit. And hopefully one day this is going to stop being a topic of, oh, isn't it amazing that we've done this? Yes. Yeah. Just, Hopefully, I guess for us, we think, you know, for we thought 
for our kids, but also, you know, our grandkids at, at one point. When they're older, it won't be a question. You know, it's just, it is just what it is. Um, which was why things like the same-sex marriage decision a couple of years ago, you know, people have said to us, oh, will you ever get married or are you married? So, well, we're not married, but, you know, we've been together so long. But what we were so pleased about was that it's a choice that if any of our grandchildren were to, to be gay, they could have the same choice that their siblings or cousins or, would have or, or, or the, the same, same choice. And the same dreams, the yeah. same dreams, whereas, you know, a, a little girl, you know, not want to be a bride, but then if there's a gay little girl, she can grow up and want to be a bride. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I've watched a couple of the episodes, by the way. Oh, um, you did. Us, what do you think? Uh, it's great. I loved it. And I loved you guys in it. I loved your banter or just the little jokes. And then also you can see it comes across your relationships with these people. So it's really fabulous. And I that's why I said before, like, who else would they have? I can't see this show being with anybody else. But oh, you. no. Let, Thank you. Let's, let's see if there's another season and if they ask us <laughs> to come back and, and if they ask us to come back, because if they don't ask us to come back, we'll, we'll know who will be. Yeah, if you would like a else. written recommendation from me, um, I'll be happy to, happy to uh, send that on. Now, before I lose you, I just wanted to tell you something. It's so interesting that you've brought up a couple of these um, answers already, but I did a, a Google search of you guys. Firstly, it's hilarious to me that you literally just type Mitch and Mark and everything comes up about the two of you. <laughs> Literally, it is so cool. Oh, my God, we're like, we're like Madonna and Kylie. You, are. you are exactly like Madonna and Kylie. It is literally Mitch and Mark. And But do you know what's really interesting? The top Google searches are do Mick and Mark, Mick, Mick, you're now, now I've made you a, a couple name. Here's Mick. Do Mark and Mitch have kids, which we know that you have. You have three, right? Three, yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah. And then... The second one, and the reason I'm bringing this up, is are Mark and Mitch married? Yeah, I know. Yes. It's important to people, isn't it? People are really, really loving to know if you're if you're married or not. Like, isn't that interesting? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, it's interesting because we do get, it is, since gay marriage has become a legal thing, there's a lot of gay couples have got married. But I do find it funny sometimes when couples will say, um, are you married? We think no. And then they'll say, oh, we, we are. And it's like. Cool. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm good, good for you. Yeah. Good for you. And, and it's almost and it's like, oh, you, oh, oh, you're not that committed. I think well, we kind of are, yeah. but, but we just haven't done that thing. Just like a heterosexual couple yeah. can choose to be married or not. So can a gay couple. Yes. Yeah. I did. I did joke. I think with you, what somebody's asking, I said, you know what, unless it's a, a wedding, like the sex in the city, you know, swans and the whole thing. I mean, that's a gay wedding. You know, when people say gay wedding, it's like, that's a, how amazing is that? The swans. That's a <laughs> you want swans, you want the whole thing. Liza Minnelli. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, no, oh, for, uh, Carrie Ann Kenley. Carrie Ann, come along and sing. Yeah, there you go, Carrie Ann. Hands up. <laughs> yeah, it could be amazing. She's a, she is, what a performer, by the way. I saw her in, um, oh, what was she in that? That Pippen. musical where she Pippin. Pippin. I was you, blown away. It was before she Pippen. fell. Yes. Oh my god, that wasn't that but that wasn't you know, after she fell, she got up and finished the number. Oh, did she, you see it? 
no, 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 because we no. mates with her. We, yeah, and we were talking about it, and she said, she said, I just kept going, and then they took her, and she's got plat. Like it's amazing. She's an amazing. Yep. There is um, one last thing on this Google search that I wanted to to tell you is what the top search is. It's a third one. It's yeah. what are Mitch and Mark doing now? And I <laughs> love it because you're on location, location, location. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, now we're location, location, location. <laughs> And you're welcome. That was my best segue to end this conversation, even though I don't want to, because you guys are just amazing. Honestly, everyone needs to watch this show. It is, it's just pure joy, really, which is what we need in the world right now. Well, you never know. We might be helping you buy a house next. Yes, Anita. See you next season. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. Thanks, guys. Lovely to see you, Anita. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.